Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring training is about to get fully ramped up, and I don't know about you guys out there, but I am pumped. The Braves are looking strong once again, hopefully make another title run. But to talk about them and the entire Major League Baseball we welcome in our buddy Scott Miller, contributor to the New York Times, as well as Sirius XM Radio. Scott, how you doing? I'm good. I'm sitting here in the Arizona sun as we speak. It's uh, a rare warm day here. Last week it was freezing by Arizona standards, and uh, another winter storm is supposed to come through Tuesday night. And by Wednesday, Thursday this week, there's a chance of rain, and it's going to be in the 50-degree range. And uh, But today we have baseball weather. Well, I want to start with uh, these new rules because I want to know from a bird's eye view what the heck is going on with this pitch clock. You've seen it. You've experienced it. What are we getting this season? Well, you know, baseball's trying to find a better tempo. The game's become so slow in the last several years, you know, largely influenced by analytics. Each pitch um, is – as people realize every pitch is so important, it just slows everything down. And it's got to the point where a ball is put in play on average of about once every four minutes. And, you know, baseball's worried about it's just become so slow and methodical that, you know, they would never use the word boring, but a lot of people use the word boring. And um, so some of these new rules are designed to at least – move the tempo along a little bit and the pitch clock, which I thought I would have um, been against years ago. I've, I've, you know, I mean, I've, by the way, I've spent my life in baseball. I've covered baseball for close to 30 years now. I mean, I love the game. I'm not a hater at all. I'm an old, in the, I might've been called a purist at once. Don't change anything. I don't mind the changes. I think a couple things, the, the pitch clock we got to the point where some pitchers take 30 or 40 seconds in between pitches and it's just gotten interminable and grumpy old scouts that I've talked to that have seen the pitch clock in the minor leagues last year um, came away raving about it. They just say the pitcher gets the ball and he throws the ball and there's no long dead spots and it's good. And so I think that's going to make for a better game and they've outlawed the shift, which I also think is going to make for a better game. Um, and I, I know a lot of people with the shift, uh, 
people that like it say, well, why should baseball outlaw it just because people are smart enough to figure out where to play defenders? And I get that. But, I mean, look at, like, even the NBA, for example. You know, there was a time when zone defense was outlawed. Uh, you know, you, you, they, they've changed rules as, as things have gone along. The NFL, football, college football, too. I mean, not everybody is an eligible receiver. Certain players have to stay in a certain part of the field. And I think that's all that is with baseball. I mean, I don't know. There's a third baseman for a reason. I don't know that the third baseman should be going out to play short right field when a left-handed hitter is up. So I I do think we're going to have a better game this year, and I'm excited to see what it looks like. Talking all things MLB with our buddy Scott Miller. It is Chris Thomas in for Dukes and Bell right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Scott, have you seen our buddy, uh, our old pal Dansby Swanson out there? How's he looking? Uh, you know, uh, I haven't yet, but I'm about to. Um, I've been at the Cubs. I'm actually sitting at the Cubs camp right now. I was there yesterday and today. Yesterday, even though Dansby is in camp, um, today's the Cubs' first full workout, full squad workout. So a lot of the position players that are here, like Dansby and Cody Bellinger, they took yesterday off because today's the first full squad workout. So yesterday was kind of their last chance to get a day off before things get going. So uh, Dansby was not here yesterday. He is here today, and the Cubs are – I was just in the clubhouse, and they're about to go out on the field. They have a later workout today. And uh, as I say, first full squad workout. So uh, they go out about 1 or one thirty Arizona time. So I, I guess two hours different. So they go about 3, 3.30 your time in Atlanta. And uh, that's actually, that'll be my first chance to lay eyes on Dansby in the Cubs uniform and watch him do a little work uh, for the Cubs. I know uh, you're primarily out west, and the Padres have certainly made a lot of headlines this offseason. How the heck are they going to keep this band together? Yeah, I mean, the short answer is they're not eventually. There's already talk. You know, Manny Machado said on the record the other day he's he's got an opt-out clause after this upcoming season, and he said, you know, since they haven't re-signed him yet, he intends to use it. Um, I don't know how they have the money to re-sign Manny and re-sign Juan Soto. Um, I, I think it's unbelievable, really, what they've spent for a once-supposed small market team uh, projected payrolls this upcoming season, 2023, the Padres right now are third in all of baseball at the highest payroll. Only the two New York teams are higher. The Mets are number one, the Yankees number two, Padres check in at number three. So they've got a really intriguing and exciting uh, thing going on right now in San Diego. And it's going to be really one of the most fascinating stories in baseball this summer to see how it goes and, and can they win and how much can they win and can they win their first world series ever. Um, But looking another year or two or three down the road, it is hard to see how they're going to keep everybody together. All right, Scott, let's bring it back on home. Simply put, who should be favored in the NL East? Um, You know, it's a good question. I mean, I, I thought the Braves would end up keeping Dansby Swanson. I, I thought losing Freddie Freeman and then Dansby two years in a row would, would be tough. But the thing with the Braves, they continue to figure out ways to keep winning no matter who they lose. I do like the Phillies' uh, acquisition of Trey Turner. I think he's really going to help make that team go. 
Obviously, the Mets are tough. Uh, it makes me a little nervous with Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer atop the rotation, as old as those two are. Uh, I mean, both are going to be Hall of Famers, but how old they are and, and how many pitches they've thrown in their careers, uh, both have had some injuries lately. Um, hard to say who's going to win. I, I think I don't discount the Braves, but I think the Mets and the Phillies have both gotten a lot better. Scott, we had uh, Alex Anthopoulos on the radio station last week, and we asked him about leadership because, as you said, Freddie and now Dansby are gone. And he said it's going to be a leadership by committee, but he really likes the groupthink and the attitude of the team coming into the season. How much do you buy into a baseball team needing a singular leader? Yeah, I mean, it evolves. I don't think – I think it helps when there is one, but – it evolves over the course of a year and there, there can be successful teams with, with different leaders or where there's multiple people together. Um, you know, I know, it, it, you know, Hey, Freddie Freeman's a great leader and Dansby Swanson really grew into a leader. And I do know out here in Arizona at the Cubs camp yesterday, uh, talking with Jamison Tyon, uh, the old Yankees pitcher who he's another free agent the Cubs signed this year. Uh, he was saying he, he, he talked with Dansby, Dansby quite a bit the other day. He really likes what Dansby has to say. And he said Dansby is fully uh, ready to embrace a leadership role with the Cubs. He's already got some ideas for some team bonding exercises this spring. So what Dansby did in Atlanta, he's carrying appears to be carrying over with the Cubs. And, you know, I mean, losing that and losing Freddie Freeman, there's going to be a little bit of a void. But I do think – um, you know, first of all, with Brian Snicker in charge, you have a, a true legitimate leader in the manager's chair. Um, so that, I think, is going to allow other Bra- Braves players in the clubhouse, uh, to, the natural leaders following Freddie and following Dansby, whoever they may be, to emerge as the spring and the early season goes along. And, yeah, I, I don't think Alex is wrong. I don't think you have to have one leader. It is Scott Miller uh, from MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM, as well as a contributor to the New York Times. Chris Thomason for the guys right here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What about in the AL, Scott? Uh, is it Yankees, Astros, and everybody else? Yeah, the uh, I think that the Yankees, they, they had to resign Aaron Judge, and they did, and I like their addition of Carlos Rodon to the rotation. I, I think – that the Yankees are going to be better. Um, you know, the Astros losing Justin Verlander, uh, you know, that stings. But as I mentioned a little bit ago, you know, I mean, Verlander's 40. And one of these years, he's not going to be Justin Verlander anymore. It might sound silly to say that. I mean, coming off his Cy Young year, in which he won the Cy Young unanimously, by the way. So the Astros are definitely going to miss Verlander. Now, Given his age, they could have re-signed him, and I still think he's, it's going to be hard for him to duplicate what he did last year. So let's just say whether they miss Verlander or what they're really going to miss is an ace pitcher having a season like Verlander had last year. Now, can you know Christian Javier or Jose Urquidy grow into that role? Uh, maybe. Um, the Astros – much like Atlanta, you know, they remind me a little bit of each other and that they keep losing guys, but it doesn't matter. They keep winning. Um, you know, the Astros a few years ago, 
George Springer goes and signs as a free agent with Toronto. And I was like, boy, that's, that's going to be a big blow to them. And they ended up winning anyway, you know, and then, and then Carlos Correa goes and signs with the Minnesota twins. Doesn't matter the year after he leaves, the Astros won their first world series last year under Dusty Baker. So um, they've been able to replace key players who have left. And I think they'll continue to do that. But, you know, the difference also is um, in that, especially in that American League West, a couple teams have gotten better. Seattle won 90 games last year. I think they're they're a team that's on the come. Uh, Texas, uh, signing Jacob DeGrom, that already was worrisome when he missed his first bullpen session with kind of a side strain. Uh, but, you know, they've, from Jacob DeGrom to Corey Seager to bringing in Bruce Bochy as manager, bring in Mike Maddox as pitching coach. I do think with all of that, Texas is, is going to be better. Um, but, you know, back to your question, you know, I think Minnesota is going to be better. They, they having Carlos Correa back, um, you know, and they and getting Pablo Lopez, for, the pitcher from Miami. I, I think, you know, they're going to be better. Cleveland had a really good year last year and they've got a really nice young talented team but yeah that's a long way of saying i think the yankees and astros probably are the class of the american league but you know the, the teams i mentioned i i think the gaps closed and so any one of those teams could step up this year last one scott what do you think the future for shohei otani holds um well the angels made some interesting moves this year and as we know otani himself has said you know it, his big thing is about winning. Now, if the angels could win this year, maybe they have a chance to keep him, but I think by and large, there are a lot of vultures circling off in the distance that are just waiting for him to become a free agent after this year. And I think the Dodgers are one of those vultures. And I think that's why they didn't spend as much this year. I think the Dodgers are going to take a really strong run at Otani next winter. Um, I think Seattle, maybe San Diego. Um, I find his long-term future. It's hard to see it it, with the angels. I think he'll end up with the Dodgers. That would be something. The team that seemingly can never have enough Scott, just adding more and more and more. I guess you can never have (laughs) an embarrassment of riches like that. Scott Miller, read him in the New York times, hear him on Sirius MLB network radio. Thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the weather while you can. All right, Chris. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You take care. Talk soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 